What's the most embarrassing thing a parent has done to you? For those who didn't grow up in a time where you shared a phone with multiple extensions with your parents, consider yourselves lucky. For those who did, me. Hi, it's Kerry. I was wondering if you were going to the mall tomorrow. Girl I liked. Uh, yeah, I think so. It's Saturday, so I usually go with my friends. Me. Well, if you're there, do you want to, you know, meet up somewhere and have lunch? Girl. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. Where do you want to go? Uh, well, I was thinking... There's a click, some numbers dialing. Mum. Hello. Me, yelling upstairs. Mum, I'm on the phone. Mum, through the phone. Carrie, are you on the phone? I was calling my friend Reva. She's having some people over tomorrow, and I wanted to know if she wanted any potato salad. Me, yelling upstairs. Mum, I'm on the phone with Susie. Get off. Mum. If you want, I can make a little extra so you can take it to judo. I know how you get tired after class. Oh, I hope I get to go this week. You look so handsome in your judo outfit. Click. Me. Sorry. Mom can be so embarrassing. Mom? I don't think she's there anymore, honey. <laughs> my dad was worse. I distinctly remember having a conversation with my best friends over the phone about a boy I liked, and my dad just chimed in with, Oh, who's Jackson? Because he'd been listening on the other line the whole time. Had my first boyfriend in middle school and brought him home one time. At one point, my mum made him bring me my clean laundry. And by that, I mean a single pair of pink high school musical underwear. I cried from embarrassment, but he was actually pretty cool about it and comforted me. Then he cheated on me. My dad, influenced partly by bad boys too, decided to mess with my boyfriend on my first date by acting like a real hard man. He filled a whiskey bottle with tea... Then, when he answered the door, he chugged the whole thing while staring my boyfriend down, then tried to break the bottle over his own head. The date was cancelled due to the hospital trip, and I became known as the girl with the bat-crap insane father. Don't concuss yourself this time, became the running joke once I was able to get a date again. That's incredible, and I want to know whether the father knew the risk involved, or was just actually stupid enough to try and emulate something he'd seen on TV. I want to know what the hospital people said. I know when my partner had an aural allergic reaction to my rats and his face started swelling up like those pics of dogs that ate bees, the health center staff was highly entertained. My butt was sitting there in the waiting room like, yes, he understands allergies. Yes, he knew he was allergic to them. Yes, he insisted on petting them. Yes, he had an aural allergic reaction to them because he was feeding them tiny pieces of gummy bear by pinching pieces off, then ate the rest of the gummy bear. Yes, I am questioning my assertion that he's very smart. When I was a senior in college, I was working a part-time job. They offered to make my current position full-time once I graduated. Before I got a chance to respond, my father found out and contacted my supervisor expressing concerns about the offer and the fact that I was still in college. How my father found out still boggles my mind, but when my supervisor told me that my dad called him, that was probably the most embarrassing thing either of my parents have ever done. I spoke to my parents a few months after it happened, and the only thing they considered wrong with the situation was that my supervisor told me my dad had called. Another story for your entertainment, when I was in seventh grade and went to a youth conference with my church. All the students got a free t-shirt and people were signing each other's names on them. This one girl signed mine, dotted the I with a heart, and left her number. Well, I get home, my mum is doing my laundry, and finds said number. Yep, you guessed it, my mother called the number and told the girl I needed to focus on my education and didn't have time for girls. After I submitted a job application to a manager when I was 16, my mother barged up and started going on and on about how I was really shy and not much of a people person. Yeah, that's what a manager wants to hear about an applicant for a customer service job. What the frick was she planning on doing? I don't see how anyone could think that was a good idea at all. 
When I was eight, yes, eight years old, I was obsessed with the new Charlie's Angels movies with Cameron Diaz, Lucy Liu, and Drew Barrymore. There's a scene in the movie where Drew is dressed in a patriotic jumpsuit at the NASCAR racetrack, and I really wanted to have that outfit for my Halloween costume. My mum is a costumer, and God bless her, made my costume from scratch to resemble Drew's jumpsuit. Well, as you can imagine, an eight-year-old girl does not have the cleavage to fill that jumpsuit out, so my mother decided to add a massive fake chest to this costume. I was mortified, and for some reason, she could not take them out. So for Halloween that year, I had my arms crossed, all of trick-or-treating. I still look back at the pictures from that year with deep anxiety. She googles my boss's number, called him in his office, and asked him to put me on the phone. In his office. I was in a meeting with a client. I didn't answer her call on my cell phone in the middle of a work day. She wanted to gripe about my stepfather and wanted to talk now. No emergency or anything. She just wanted to talk and gave zero craps about the consequences of her actions, as per fricking usual. And that's the day my boss and pretty much the entire company lost respect for me. When the mum of their co-worker called him on his boss's office to talk about personal crap. A few months later, I resigned. There was nowhere to go in that place anymore. My mum did this to me when I was 18. She turned up at my job on my day off and talked to my boss about all her personal problems while being really clingy and trying to win his approval and start dating. I was on probation and the manager had no time for that crap, so I got a call to not come back. I had no idea that it had happened at the time, and it wasn't until a few weeks into looking for work that she decided to tell me about it. She had always done embarrassing crap like that my whole life, but that's when I realized she would mess up my chances at my livelihood and a decent career. So I never let her find out where I worked ever again. Not the name or anything that could be used to track it down. I wouldn't even tell my relatives specifics if I thought they might let it slip to her. I also didn't live with her, so she couldn't read my mail or pay stubs either. Is anyone else getting baffled at apparently how common it is for mums to completely ruin their children's ability to obtain and keep jobs? I can't believe that any of these people lacked the social intelligence to work out that it could only go negatively. Maybe not the most embarrassing, but certainly top 10. My mum went through this phase where she would talk during movies, specifically about what's going on in the movie. She was also terrible at paying attention to what was going on, so oftentimes what she was explaining was incorrect. In addition, she would try to talk over the movie. Mum would occasionally have to yell to make sure she was heard over the action scenes. Imagine, if you will, watching the aftermath of the stampede scene from The Lion King and the person next to you yelling, Simba is sad because her dad died. My late mom got worse and worse about this as she got older, chatting through church services, movies, TV shows, using a loud voice in the otherwise quiet environments like public transportation, etc. Like, did part of that adequate fall out of your brain at some point? You taught two kids how to act right and now you're off the hook? My sister's college graduation, my dad, my now husband, and I all ignored her, so she proceeded to talk everyone around us through the entire ceremony. Not horrible compared to a lot of these, but ugh. Unfortunately, this isn't a fun story. When I was 16, I had a big birthday party at our house. It was wonderful. I got to invite close to 30 friends, including new people from school. My dad made sure to have my favorite chocolate mousse cake as dessert. It turned into just a bunch of teenagers having a great time and talking. Then my mum was suddenly drunk. 
We never even noticed her drinking. She began microwaving slices of cheese on a paper plate and eating it with her fingers. Most of the kids didn't notice except for my BFF who had some prior knowledge of her addiction. Kids began leaving, but not before my mom then began asking one of my friends who was 15 about her intimate life and whether she was doing one of the other boys at the party. I thought I would die while standing and watching it happen. I had a male friend come over after school and my best friend slash neighbor was going to join soon after. They were dating at the time. Anyway, we get off the bus, started walking down the alleyway, and noticed my mum pulling out of the driveway. So we walked up to the car, and I asked where she's going. Mum? We're heading to the grocery store. Do you need anything? Me? Uh, no, I think I'm good, mum. Okay, well, I noticed the cucumber in your room was looking a bit soft, so I'll grab you another one. My friend looked like he was actually about to pee himself. Was there an actual cucumber, or was she just messing with you? Oh, she was definitely just fricking with me, but she did come home with a cucumber. I'm 21, and my mum still tries to order my steak for me. I ask for medium rare, and she says, No, he'll have medium. And I say, No, medium rare. And she goes, Okay, whatever, that's fine. My 350-pound mother streaked in front of my boyfriend and my friends for 100 bucks. I was only 16, and that image still haunts me. My butthole of a stepdad thought it would be funny to give my alcoholic mother money to mortify me. When I was 10 or so, I was struggling with being too big for kids' clothes and too skinny for most juniors' clothes. I was trying on this dress with a mesh area around the neck in the department store dressing room, and it was so big on me that my bosom literally showed through the mesh part that was supposed to be around my collarbones. Kids that age are moody, so I just lost it in frustration and started crying. My mom was like, oh, just let me see. But I didn't want her to see because that meant showing the whole fitting area, my whole chest. Finally, I showed her, and when she saw how upset I was, instead of comforting me, she decided to mimic me, fake crying in my voice and saying, oh my god, everyone can see my chest, and flashed everyone in the dressing room. Jeepers creepers, I came here for dad jokes and funny cringe moments, not actual childhood traumas. This kind of stuff will mess you up for a long time. Well, since we're committed now, here's another one. Sorry, this is a long one, but this will always stick with me until the day I die. So I really liked this one girl in high school, and I was always hoping we would talk someday, but I was a shy and quiet person. So one day we were all waiting around in the hall and she started going off about her ex-boyfriend and stuff and I was just there listening and watching. She looks at me and randomly says, Hey, will you be my boyfriend? My butt clenched so tight but I was able to smoothly say, Uh, sure, why not? And she just laughed and said okay. So later in the day I somehow gained the courage to ask her for her number since I'm her new BF and she smiled and said she wasn't being serious but would actually like to talk to me. She says she's been wanting to but I just never asked. Holy crap, my mind was going absolutely insane around this time, so I took her number and walked away without saying anything, because I'm me and will say some stupid crap to screw this up. Fast forward to that night, I'm at home and was going to grab the telephone to give her a call, and my mum asked what I'm doing. I let her know I was calling a friend to talk for a few minutes, but she just said no. Didn't give me a reason, just said no and took the phone back. Now, my mum was going through bad menopause at the time, so she was really mean, unstable and emotional person for most of my teenage years. Anyway, I asked her about it and she said, I'm not allowed to talk on the phone, but I wasn't in trouble, just wasn't allowed on it. So I did what any teenager does and waited until she fell asleep to go get the phone. So I give her a call and she says she's happy to hear from me and that we can finally talk without our friends bothering us. We talk about the teachers, friends, our schedules and her general life, etc. I'm really just agreeing and laughing at this point because I'm in utter shock that I'm actually speaking with her. 
Well, I'm guessing my voice or laughter carried over to my mum's room, and she bursts through the door so hard that I jump and drop the phone. Loud as any person can be, Why the frick are you on the phone? I told your stupid butt you can't use the phone! Why are you on the fricking phone? I was not expecting that outburst at all, so I just said I was talking to a friend and asking them for help with homework. She says, I don't give a crap. I told you not to be on the phone and now you're talking with your friends? Who the frick are you talking to so gosh damn late? For some dumb reason, I gave her the girl's name and not like another male friend's. She was pretty much turning red at this point. You don't listen to me and now you're on the phone with some B-word? I don't want no B-word calling our house. Hang up right now and tell that B-word don't ever call here again. She slams the door shut and I look down to see that the phone is still connected. My heart dropped. She had heard the whole freaking thing. So I pick up the phone and sheepishly say, Hello? She only said, Wow, that was, um... Okay, see you later, and hung up. The next morning, she avoided me like the plague. She never talked to me again after that, and we never spoke on the phone again. A part of my soul died that night, and I don't think it will ever be fully restored. Mine bought me a diary, encouraging me to write in it. Later, stole said diary, broke the lock off, forged a bunch of made-up crushes in there, and then read it aloud at the dinner table to humiliate me. My mother was not very kind. My parents, Southeast Asian, told one of my best friends, who's a girl and Caucasian, behind my back that if she was the same ethnicity as them, they would ask me to marry her. I'm sure they thought this would be very flattering. I found out later, and to this day, over a decade later, it still makes me cringe big time. A lot of people here are asking me if my parents are racist. They're not. This is a cultural thing. I've been married to my Caucasian wife for many years, and they love her. It was my 16th birthday and my family went to a fancy Italian restaurant. The staff came over to sing happy birthday to me and my dad started singing along loudly in a bad Italian opera kind of accent. We're not Italian. The staff was so stunned and they just stopped singing. The other customers around us laughed and applauded and the staff just walked away. I was mortified. When I was young, we had a pajama day at school, but I always just wore my boxers to sleep. Well, obviously, a kid can't show up to school in just underwear, but I was a little too dumb to understand that. Why my mum allowed me to go and even drove me there, I have no idea. It was the most embarrassing day of my life, and the school had to call my mum to come pick me up halfway through the day. I was in elementary school, but I can't remember if it was first or second grade. And the school didn't notice or care until halfway because I was eating lunch in the cafeteria and kids were staring at me. Some adult must have noticed them. I wore C-cup bras when I was 11 years old. My mum loved to loudly talk about them to anyone who would listen. Yeah, she's only 11. You wouldn't think it from the way she's filled out up top. (laughs) Then I'd start crying from the humiliation and she'd tell me to lighten up. Seriously, half of these deserve a place in a video I did the other week. What's something harmless your parents did to you as a kid that really screwed you up as an adult? Some of these are equally as traumatizing. Telling everybody at Thanksgiving dinner at her boyfriend's house about my tween bout with anorexia. I didn't want to be there in the first place and she just kept going on and on about how I had carrots for dinner for a year until I had to shout at her to stop. To her credit, she was immediately embarrassed when she realized what she was doing and she apologized profusely. I was 13 and waiting for a ride with my sister and parents at Dollywood. Across the way, two very pretty girls about my age were smiling at me. 
I smiled back and acted all cool because I was a skater boy with skater hair, and my vision streetwear and some shirt with a skull on it or something. It was working too. The girls whispered to each other and giggled, and one even waved at me. Then my mum reached her damn hand to my face and popped a pimple right there in public. The girls were aghast, I was humiliated, and I have never forgiven her. Oh, I have a Dollywood story too. We were with a church group and my parents were along with us because they wanted to extend our family vacation in the area. My dad was walking around with us, and I'd wanted to ride a ride. I couldn't find him after the ride, so I headed up to the front of the organized meeting place like we'd been told. My parents and most of the church group were there. My mom starts yelling at me for running off and spanks me in front of everyone. I was 13. When I was 5 or so, my preschool did a play based on Noah's Ark. It was a pre-K attached to a church. We were instructed that our costumes were supposed to be raincoats, rain boots, or umbrellas. I didn't have any of those things, but begged my dad to get me at least one of them so I'd fit in and follow the guidelines. Fast forward, the night of the play, I'm frantically scanning the audience because my dad is always late. He finally shows up and brings me a life jacket. I had to stand up there with all the kids in their little raincoats in a life jacket. I was really embarrassed. Dad's defense was that I was the only kid who would have survived the flood. I can laugh now, but I sure wasn't laughing then. My father was a huge racist and used pejorative terms to describe other people. I knew about the words for African Americans, Chinese people, and Japanese people, so I never said them. Little me didn't know about the other words. I used one in class to answer a question my history teacher asked, and he was properly horrified. I was immediately removed from class, and my confused butt was grilled for hours about my word usage. I finally said I didn't know what I did wrong. My dad says it all the time to describe people from that country. They called my mum, and I had to go home. There was a shouting match between my parents and my dad's mother that night, and I was beaten soundly by my father. Mum made me call my 8th grade social studies teacher at home to ask if I could use him as a job reference. He lived with his parents still, and I asked for him by first name. He waited for me at my locker the next day to tell me to never phone his house again, parents' house, and never call him by his first name again. Didn't get the job either. Mum denies this ever happened and claims she would never demand I do something so strange. Don't you hate it when your parents become revisionist historians? I came home from school with head lice. Instead of telling the teacher, who would send a letter home to everyone without it specifically naming which child they noticed had lice, my mother rang every person in my class that she had the phone number of. She would have a chat with the parent, all, Yeah, she has head lice, so you need to check your kid. I probably got it from someone in my class, and the whole class likely already had lice, but kids don't realize that, so the whole class were calling me dirty and saying that I'd infected them. It was horrible. I was hysterically crying while she called people. I didn't expect so many people to read this, so to address the concerns, she never did anything bad ever in my life except this, and she kept saying, don't be stupid, I'm just telling their mothers so they can sort it, and presumably didn't expect them to tell their seven or eight-year-olds who it was. Clearly someone did, because the whole class knew it was just me by the next day. Seems there's a lot of comments below with similar stories of adults having no clue how oddly shameful it is to have lice when you're little. Which sucks, but kids will jump on anything to be mean sometimes. I have aggressive Crohn's that started showing up around 8th grade. My mum took me to all of my doctor appointments, which were all pretty embarrassing because no teenage boy wants their mum involved in their butt-related illness. One particular visit, we were about halfway through the appointment when she whipped out a Cool Whip tub. Turns out the following night I used the bathroom and it didn't all go down, so she thought it would be helpful to load up that in our poor people Tupperware and haul it into the doctor so he could look over it. He had the confused, 
What am I supposed to do with poop in a Cool Whip tub face for a good five to ten seconds, then politely dismissed it? Who would have thought there isn't any medical knowledge to be gained from fishing poop out of the toilet, refrigerating it overnight, and schlepping it up for an office visit? When I was a senior in high school, I had left the lights on in my truck all day and had to call my dad to come and jumpstart my car. Now, my father is six foot one and has a very large belly. Mother Fricker rolls up in cloth shorts and no shirt to jumpstart my car. Then there was a time a few years earlier that my mother had him sent up to school to give me a sandwich before a football game. The man's boxers were longer than his shorts. He's always there for you when you frick up, though, isn't he? He'd give you the shirt off his back if he was wearing one. This is actually something people have said about him. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.